0: Shouldn't have me home. You'll not make
1: me from ten feet tall. Without it, I go through with Joe. Cause nothing even matters at all. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters at all.
2: Nothing even matters.
0: Don't be building. Out to see some natural catastrophe. Still, there's no place I'd rather be. Cause nothing even matters to me. See, nothing even matters. See, nothing even matters to me. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters. matters
1: Sometimes I have a tendency to look at you religiously, because nothing even matters to me, nothing even matters, nothing even matters.
0: Never either. Cause nothing even matters. No more. See nothing, it don't matter. See nothing even matters. No more. Nothing even matters. Nothing even matters. No
3: my is gone. Good morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to QMZRated.com and JohnoRadio.com. it is wednesday august 24 hashtag wcw woman crush wednesday thank you for joining me for coffee and toe world news on the go we do this every monday through friday starting at 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views. you can find me on social media on Twitter, me media moments. Am I media moments? On Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. You can also find me on TikTok, moments with me media. We have the headlines coming up right after this today. Our hashtag WCWRJ says Lauren Hill. Of course, we're playing her songs today, and we can't play her songs without playing songs from when she was a part of the group Fugees, right? That's just the right thing to do. Incomparable Lauryn Hill. She stands ten toes down on what she believes in. She's not worrying about anybody and what they gotta say. So keep it locked. Thank you to all my listeners tuned in. Remember, if you want quality music while you work or play, it's qmzradio.com. I'm to help you get through your day. And don't forget to download the John No Radio app, it's available in your Apple and Google Play Store. Take us on the go. We certainly have a lot to unpack today a lot going on it was hard kind of picking you know which stories to talk about this morning but we're gonna try our best to get through as much of them as possible And here are the headlines we have coming up for you today. In news out of North America, Florida man who had license revoked eight years ago causes a wrong way crash, killing five. Classified records, 700 pages retrieved at Trump home. In January, charges dropped against Atlanta officers who shot and killed Rayshard Brooks. Suspected Midtown Atlanta shooter denied bond. Former U.S. police officer pleads guilty to Breonna Taylor cover-up. In business and tech news, consumer rights group sues Sony for millions over alleged unfair and exploitative pricing for PlayStation games. Ford ordered to pay family of Georgia couple $1.7 billion after deadly pickup truck crash automobile company plans to appeal. Soaring grocery store prices means eating out is now a cheaper option. Who would have thought? Apple employees create petition after company calls for remote workers to head back to the office. Former Twitter security chief Fowl's whistleblower complains. Ford cutting 3,000 corporate jobs as part of its shift to EVs. White House leaning toward cancelling $10,000 in student loan debt for borrowers who make less than $125,000. In sports news, U.S. State Department discourages Dennis Rodman from going to Russia to seek Britney Griner's release. Says former Hooper could complicate efforts. In the Caribbean, corner former NIS officer, more than three pregnancies may get you fired. China, Guyana trade near one billion U.S. dollars so far this year. More than one hundred teachers have left the school system. Yep, according to Education Minister in Jamaica, also out of Jamaica, teachers are urged to remain focused and assist in nation building. Professionals leaving Jamaica are not cowards, says Bunting, and JPS customers to see increase in light bills. In our Believe It or Not stories, Donald Trump files a motion requesting judge block the DOJ from further review of seized materials following Mar-a-Lago raid. A California school called the cops on a four-year-old for not wearing a mask. Cell phone video shows MDPD officers blocking pregnant women from entering emergency room in Doral. We also have a video clip of Ron DeSantis, who is the governor of Florida, making a statement about people being too woke and that Florida is not the state. This is where the woke mindset comes to get put down. In entertainment news, biggest daughter Tiana Wallace puts up Brooklyn home to cover boyfriend's $1 million bond. Is she smart or is she stupid? Fetty Watt pleads guilty to federal charges, faces five-year mandatory minimum sentence, and Nene Leakes drops discrimination lawsuit against Bravo, Andy Cohen, and others. We're going to have the details of these stories and more Coming up right after this, so stay tuned. Here is Lauren Hill, X Factor.
0: It could all be so simple, way, way, way. but you rather make it hard. We'll be
3: Thank you to all of our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. JanoRadio.com and of course everyone with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens on Moments with Me. You're listening to Coffee Into World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Don't forget you can find me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram at Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. And now it's time for us to get Get into the details. And just a reminder, today it is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. And today we are crushing on Lauren Hill, doing so through music. So you're going to be hearing her songs throughout the show. You know, when she went solo as, when, as well as when she was a part of the group, The Fugees. And we're starting off with news out of North America. Florida man who had license revoked eight years ago causes a wrong way crash, killing five people. This story is courtesy of Baller Alert. Five people in Florida have died after a person who lost their license eight years ago caused a wrong way crash. Back in 2014, 30-year-old Mikey Simeon had his license revoked for driving 109 miles per hour. Since then, Simeon has been driving illegally getting several violations for speeding, running red lights, and refusing to yield at an intersection, the New York Post reports. His unlawful behavior has now caused the death of five people after he hit them head-on, driving the wrong way on the Palmetto Expressway and this happened near Miami. The incident took place at around 4.30 a.m. on Saturday. Simeon was driving east in the westbound lanes. He hit a Honda sedan that was filled with five passengers, which included four women and one man. None of the victims have been identified. Simeon is now in the hospital recovering from severe injuries. Criminal charges are likely to await Simeon, according to investigators share carelessness if you ask me uh how is he driving a vehicle if his license has been revoked since 2014 whose vehicle was he driving and who gave him the keys to their vehicle because you can't you can't purchase a vehicle without the license right even well you know i'm not sure how it works if you pay cash for the vehicle on a used lot but i know for um dealerships You have to have insurance to get off the lot. And to get insurance, you have to have a valid driver's license, right? So I'm going to assume, you know what they say about assuming, but I'm going to assume anyway that he was driving a vehicle provided to him by someone else or driving someone else's vehicle. 2014, license suspended. You have received several violations for speeding. How many violations do you have to um, commit? before they do something about it so they're stopping him he doesn't have a license but you're letting him go about his business nonetheless allowing him to drive illegally several violations for speeding running red lights and refusing to yield at an intersection something's messed up there something is wrong there. not sure what's going on classified records 700 pages retrieved at trump home in january thanks to al jazeera news for this story a federal records agency in the united states retrieved about 100 documents with classified markings totaling more than 700 pages from former u.s president donald trump's florida estate earlier this year according to newly public government correspondents A letter sent in May from the U.S. National Archives and Records Administration, the NARA, to Trump's legal team reveals new information about the trove of classified material the former president held at his home at Mar-a-Lago. In these boxes, NARA had identified items marked as classified at the top-secret level as well as information about special access programs, the letter said. The FBI recovered an additional 11 sets of classified documents when it searched the premises on August 8. As you are no doubt aware, NARA had ongoing communications with the former president's representatives throughout 2021 about what appeared to be missing presidential records, which resulted in the transfer of 15 boxes of records to NARA in January 2022, This is according to the letter posted online by the agency. The revelation comes as Trump is in the spotlight for potentially mishandling classified documents and keeping sensitive information at his Florida home after his term in office had ended. The August search by the FBI FBI set off a firestorm of opposition from the Republican Party, which has become increasingly critical of efforts to bring attention to Trump's alleged wrongdoings. In the May 10 letter, NARA acting archivist Deborah Steedle uh, told a lawyer for Trump, Evan Corcoran, that the administration of U.S. President Joe Biden would not consider the former president's claim of executive privilege over the documents. The letter states that the Department of Justice found no precedent for an assertion of executive privilege by a former president against an incumbent president to prevent the latter, from obtaining records that belong to the federal government and are needed for government functions. The letter was made public on Tuesday at the NARA website after it was posted on a website connected to conservative writer and Trump ally John Solomon on Monday night. NARA also states in the letter that it had informed the Justice Department about its discovery of the classified documents. NARA informed the Department of Justice about that discovery, which prompted the department to ask the president to request that NARA provide the FBI with access to the boxes at issue so that the FBI and others in the intelligence community could examine them, reads the letter. And interestingly enough, um, <laughs> he is asking, and this story is coming up later on in Coffee and Cho, but he wants the judges to put a block on the review of the documents that were removed from his home so now we have all sorts of questions and i hope he has answers i really hope he has answers because this makes absolutely no sense to me in my mind i think he still thinks he's the president And I remember a couple weeks ago, if it wasn't last week, it may have been the week before he does have a podium at the Mar-a-Lago with the seal on it with, and the flag there, you know, the flag stand and the U S flag. And yeah. So he has a room at Mar-a-Lago where he holds press conferences. So in his mind, he's still the president of this country. So it makes sense that he would take the classified information with him. Last night on the Rosola show, I said, um, If I have nothing to worry about, I wouldn't seek a block from a judge that there's a discontinuance, you know, as it relates to the review of the documents that were retrieved. I would say, you know something, they probably got mixed up with everything else and I haven't even had a chance to go through. But by all means, come, you know, look through, see what's there. This was an (laughs) error. Good morning, Javette. Good morning, Lisa.
4: Good morning. Of course that man thinks he's still the president. (laughs) I was thinking he's had all these documents for so long. He's probably already made copies of them and distributed them to whomever and whatever.
3: Mm -hmm. I have to agree with you. Seizing the documents is one thing, but you're right. Copies are made, probably stored on jump drives or whatever, somewhere else. Yeah. I don't know. I've never seen one person create so much havoc. It's ridiculous. And it's just, it's as though every day you hear his name. He's no longer president. Can we find somebody else to talk about? But no, I think he loves the attention. He loves it. You know, you have those people, if they're not getting attention, they don't feel validated. They don't feel they um, matter and they don't care if it's good or bad. They just have to have all eyes on me.
4: (laughs) So I grew up in New York. Donald Trump has always been that way. Um, It's just now he received a little bit of power and, you know, sometimes power can make people even crazier or um reveal the real crazy they always were.
3: Exactly. I agree. I totally agree. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to play a clip, but we're going to discuss it. Not now. We're going to discuss it later on because this is the direction that we're headed in. And this person who I'm going to, let me make sure I turn my volume off.
5: We can't just stand idly by while why, why woke ideology ravages every institution in our society. We must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never ever surrender to woke ideology. And I'll tell you this, the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. So that right there is um,
3: Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, um, who says we must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never ever surrender to woke ideology. The state of Florida is where woke goes to die. And uh, just, a, I'm going to read a couple comments. I'm not going to have us discuss this now. I'm going to keep it for later on because I'm going to play it again. They call anything that pushes back against the ideology of white supremacy woke. Specifically, any kind of black objection to their racist principles and views. They're trying their best to demonize and vilify that terminology. But we'll gather our thoughts, and we will revisit the clip because it's very interesting. Very interesting, if you ask me, that a governor would make that comment. And what exactly are you trying to start up? Charges dropped against Atlanta officers who shot and killed Rayshard Brooks. Courtesy of Ball Alert, Georgia special prosecutor announced Tuesday that the two Atlanta officers who fatally shot Rayshard Brooks would have their murder and assault charges dismissed, citing that the officers' use of force was reasonable and they did not act with criminal intent. Both acted as reasonable officers under the facts and circumstances of the events of that night, Special Prosecutor Peter Skandalakis said. Both acted in accordance with well-established law and were justified in the use of force regarding the situation. The announcement comes more than two years after Brooks, a 27-year-old black man, was shot and killed during a confrontation outside a Wendy's fast food restaurant. Police say on the night of June 12, 2020, Brooks fell asleep in the Wendy's drive-thru. When police responded, they tried to arrest him for DIU. Or should that be, well, it's driving. Yeah, it should be DUI, not DIU. But a struggle ensued. During the confrontation, Brooks fought with officers Garrett and Rolf and Devin Brosnan. Brosnan took up a taser and then um, he, well, sorry, Brosnan took up a taser and the gentleman Brooks ran away. Brooks then turned around, pointed the stolen taser and fired at Rolf. Rolf shot Brooks twice, killing him. The shooting sparked national protests as it occurred less than three weeks after the killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis. Um, question. A taser. He took the taser from you. He turned around and he pointed the taser at you. That Does that justify you killing him? The man is drunk. He fell asleep in the drive-thru. He is drunk. Now, when you're drunk, I I don't know. Let me ask a question because I have a different idea of someone who is drunk, right? When you're drunk, you don't have it all together, do you? Are you of 100% sound mind? Or are you impaired? Your ability to rationalize, aren't you impaired? I don't think he needed to be killed. Arrested? Probably. But he didn't need to be killed. And how funny it is that the woman sat in the back of the car was able to get, she's high on meth, was able to get her hands out of the um, handcuffs in the back of the police cruiser, get access of the AR rifle and shoot. But she was okay. They were able to take her to the hospital to get treatment and then took her to jail.
4: Yeah. Wait, is this, good morning again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Javette.
4: Is this the case where they ended up burning down the Wendy's? Yep, in Georgia, yep. Okay, I don't remember someone else being in the car, but I had an issue with this case from the beginning because he wasn't driving. No, he wasn't. He fell asleep. He fell asleep. How can you still arrest someone for a DUI when technically he wasn't driving? Because he fell asleep
3: in the drive-thru.
4: Maybe he was driving before, but he wasn't driving when you found him. So I've always had an issue with this case. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I really did. I, I just feel that there should be... Different protocol for de-escalation or, escal- or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. They c- asked him to move over to the side. I mean, have a conversation with him. Was all of this really necessary? I-, I don't know. There's just a lot of these cases that I just feel could be handled so much differently.
3: Could be handled differently. I agree, Javette, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to. The the Wendy's, if I remember the story, the, the um someone who works inside the Wendy's called 911 for him to be removed because he was sleeping. And I understand that. I understand that you would call to have him removed because he fell asleep. And I would want to think that they were doing it for his safe and well-being, right? Just to have him move over to another spot. Or even if they were to come and probably help him out the vehicle and say, okay, don't worry, we got you. We will move the vehicle for you. We just need it to sober up. We're going to hold on to your keys. We're not going to allow you to drive. That part. Let, let us get an Uber for you. That is proper policing. If you say you're here to serve and protect, that is how you serve and protect your community. The communities that you patrol. You see someone who is drunk. Okay, they fell asleep. They were not driving. Granted, okay, you may want to slap him with a misdemeanor because he drove there drunk, clearly, right? But at least you know something. Let me call Uber, put you in there. Here are your keys. We're going to lock your car. We're going to leave it in the parking lot here. Let Wendy's management know he is going to come back and retrieve his vehicle once he's sobered up. That is safe policing to me, not to kill people. The man is drunk. Of course, it's, chances are, you know, some people when they're drunk, they get belligerent. They don't know what they're doing or saying. But you end up dead. For taking the person's taser. One of the, ta- the, the officers taser. I don't know, Javette. I don't know. I don't know. It's scary. And with the clip that I just played of Ron DeSantis making those um, careless statements, which I'm going to be playing the clip again later on. You know exactly where we're headed. He's to Trump 2.0. And you heard the crowd. Yay! Yes! The woman police say shot three people in Atlanta Monday, was denied bond on Tuesday in a court appearance. Two people are dead while a third person remains hospitalized after accused shooter Raisa Kangney, who is 34, opened fire in a Midtown apartment building and office. Police believe she targeted the victims because of an ongoing dispute with the building managers where she lives. Court documents revealed that she filed a lawsuit against one of the victims she shot dead, Wesley Freeman, who was 41 years old. The Fulton County Medical Examiner also identified Michael Schillers, who is 60, as the second victim killed. The third shooting victim, Mike Horn, is currently in the ICU. Kangney was arrested at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport on Monday, around two hours after the shooting was reported. She was about to, what we say, took off? Yeah, she was going to took off. Courtesy of Al Jazeera, former U.S. police officer pleads guilty to Breonna Taylor cover-up. A former police officer in Louisville, Kentucky, has pleaded guilty to a federal conspiracy charge in relation to the killing of Breonna Taylor, the 26-year-old black woman whose shooting death during a police raid prompted mass protests for racial justice across the United States. Kelly Goodlett pleaded guilty to one count of conspiracy on Tuesday, In a federal court in Louisville, the New York Times first reported becoming the first officer to be held criminally responsible for the raid. Federal investigators said Goodlett, who helped write the warrant that led to Taylor's killing in March 2020, added a false line to that document and later conspired with another detective to create a cover story when Taylor's death began gaining national attention. Taylor's killing at the hands of police, along with that of George Floyd in Minnesota, Ahmaud Arbery in Georgia, and others, fueled mass protests demanding an end to deadly police violence against Black people across the U.S. Taylor, an emergency medical technician, was asleep with her boyfriend on March 13, 2020, when police conducted a no-knock raid and burst into her apartment. Taylor's boyfriend fired once at what he believed, were intruders. Three, three police officers responded with 32 shots, six of which struck Taylor, killing her. Since then, the 26-year-old's family's friends, and supporters have continued to demand justice and for the officers involved in the raid to be held accountable. Goodlett was one of four former Louisville police officers charged by the U.S. Department of Justice earlier this month for their role in the fatal shooting. Goodlett and another ex-officer Joshua Janes met days after the shooting in a garage where they agreed on a false story to cover for the false evidence that they had submitted to justify the botched raid, prosecutors said. Federal prosecutors also charged Janes and current Sergeant Carl Meany with civil rights violations and obstruction of justice for using false information to obtain the search warrant. A fourth officer, former Detective Brett Hankerson, was charged with civil rights violations for allegedly using excessive force. In March, a jury acquitted Hankerson on a charge of wanton endangerment. A grand jury earlier cleared the other two officers who shot Taylor but charged Hankerson for endangering neighbors in the adjacent apartment. Goodlett, who resigned from the police department on August 5th, a day after Attorney General Merrick Garland announced new federal charges in the case, is expected to be sentenced on November 22. U.S. District Court Judge Rebecca Grady Jennings, who heard her plea on Tuesday, said there may be extenuating circumstances that may move the court to push back the sentencing date. Part of the plea hearing was also kept under seal and was not discussed in open court. Prosecutors and Goodlet's lawyer were not immediately available for comment. The 35-year-old former officer faces up to five years in prison, a $250,000 fine, and three years of supervised release. <laughs> five years? Five years. That's all she gets. Five years. I don't care about the $250,000. Five years for murdering a woman. Five years for lying. Five years for concocting a story. Because you're part of a bigger scheme. And what I don't hear happening here, the other names that have been mentioned, all I'm hearing is civil rights violations and obstruction of justice. Where are the murder charges? Where are the murder charges?
4: Exactly. My thing with this story, again, <laughs> were they just out to get the boyfriend? No. <laughs> or it was just, unfortunately, the wrong house, so now they have to cover up. So, a couple weeks ago, Javette, we Brought up the story. There were
3: developments. It so happens that it's part of a whole big scheme. They never wanted the boyfriend. They're after the property, so they are working on behalf of somebody else, allegedly. You know when you what you call what's the term? Regentrification when when neighborhoods are run right down because the more crime in a community or the more a community is deemed filled with criminal, um, beings, the lesser the value, right? And the lesser the value, the more lucrative, the more appealing it is for real estate investors. Right?
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that conversation. Yeah. Oh, so this was all a part that this, wow. This is
3: all a part of it. It's a lot of, it's a lot of corruption yeah so these officers clearly and then remember she wasn't killed based on the story she was not killed from those who entered through the front door it was one who went around the side and fired through the window
4: yes and her boyfriend also shot someone and he got arrested for sure
3: right Right Sir. for shooting an officer they
4: protect themselves from people barging into their home,
3: correct, and then they turned around and said, "Remember now, so everything is coming full circle. They doctored documents, false documents, right, claiming that they were looking for the boyfriend's nephew or some relative of the boyfriend, yeah.
4: Yeah, need to let me be quiet. <laughs> oh, no
5: need to be quiet. I'm gonna play this why, clip again. Why, What? why, why woke ideology ravages every institution in our society. We must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never, ever surrender to woke ideology. And I'll tell you this the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. We can't just stand idly by while why, why woke ideology. We can't just. And that's
3: the voice of Ron DeSantis, um, folks. That's his speech. We're going to be talking about it later on. Let that marinate. <laughs> just say so. Another um, person who commented on the clip on Instagram on um, Baller Alerts page said, just say you don't like black people standing up for themselves and be done with it. <laughs> woke <laughs> aka anti-racist Yep. <Yeah. laughs> that's another comment the sheer embarrassment of being a floridian yep another comment um and by woke folks he means black because isn't woke a word that's used by black folks stay woke my friends stay woke my people Meaning, wake up and realize what's going on. Let the veil be removed from your eyes. Don't let them fool you. Kind of remind me of a Bob Marley song. But we're going to take another quick break as we hear from Bob Marley and Lauren Hill. It is hashtag WCW, Woman Crush Wednesday. And today, we're crushing on Lauren Hill.
1: Turn your lights down low And pull your window curtain Oh, let your moon come shining in Into our life again Yeah, you know. Ooh, it's been a long time For you, girl But it seemed I was never on time Still I wanna get through To you, girl On time On time wow. I want to give you some love I want to give you some good Oh, I, yeah, I want to give you some good to love it. Turn your lights down low.
0: Never, never try to resist, oh no. Oh, let your love come shining in.
3: all of our listeners logged on to qmzrader.com johnorader.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse where the conversation happens i Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee & Toe, World News On The Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. Stay tuned.
0: This whack plus you use that loop over and claiming that you got a new style. Your attempts are futile, ooh your pure eye, brainwaves You can't create, you just wait to take my tape. Laced with malice, hands get callous. From gripping microphones from here to Dallas. Go ask Alice if you don't believe me. I get in the vision. Like Stevie, see me ascend from the chalice like the Weeby. Indeed, be like Khalid Muhammad. MCs making vomit. I get controversial. Freaking style with no rehearsal. Ooh, contra, move friend. Don't you even go there. Me without a mic is like a V without a snare. I dare to tear into your ego. We go way back like some ganja and poliquo. Or calico. vision. My mind's making decisions in your anatomy. And I back this with Deuteronomy. Or kiss God made this word. You can't get with this, like licorice, dangerous like syphilis. Yeah,
1: yeah. How, How many, many mics do we rip, rip on the, the deli? Mini money, say me say many, many, many uh-huh. How many mics do uh-huh. I rip on the deli? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mini money, say me say many, many, many How many mics do you rip on the deli? Mini money, say me say many, many, many how many mics do we rip on the deli? Mini money, say me say many, many, many. Coming up
3: right after this next one, it is business and tech news, so keep it locked.
0: Music is supposed
3: to inspire. It is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. Every Wednesday we play the music of an artist that we love, whose music is impactful.
0: On exactly what and all.
3: Today it's Lauren Hill.
0: Should they be someone with prosperity uh-huh. uh, yeah. and no concept of reality? Now, who you know with.
3: Do not take her lightly. She has won many awards Grammy Awards, MTV Music Awards, NAACP Awards, Billboard Music Award, American Music Award, Soul Train Music Awards, Danish Music Awards. Very talented young lady born in New Jersey Newark New Jersey May 26
0: 1975
3: very influential musician of her generation and her songs will never die
0: My album sells peak, uh-huh. uh. All I wanted was to sell like, like 500. 500. And be a ghetto superstar since my first album blunted I used to work at Foot Locker, they fired me in front of it Or oh, I quit it, now I spit it However do you want it, now you get it Writing rhymes from the range with the frames lightly tinted And send it to your block and have my full name in it And if your lines sound like mine, I'm taking a percentage could it and still respected. when it's vintage I'm serious, I'm taking over areas in Aquarius Running red lights with my 10,000 chariots Justice Christ was a superstar, you stupid star They hell you, they nail you no matter who you are, they'll make you- if you're
3: just tuning in, welcome to QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. No. JanoRadio.com. Don't forget to go ahead and download that Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O, available in your Apple and Google Play stores so you can take us on the go. And coming up now, it is business and tech news. Consumer Rights Group sues Sony over millions, yep, alleged unfair and exploitative pricing for PlayStation games, courtesy of Bala Alert. Consumer Rights Group has filed a lawsuit against Sony over its pricing for digital versions of the PlayStation games. A consumer rights organization led by a man named Alex Neal has sued Sony for allegedly giving consumers unfair and exploitative prices for online games, and it wants $5.9 million in damages. According to the filing, the group claims Sony placed a 30% commission on all of its games, including smaller transactions that are made on the company's online store. The game is up for Sony PlayStation, wrote Neil in the lawsuit. With this legal action, I am standing up for the millions of UK people who have been unwittingly overcharged. We believe Sony has abused its position and ripped off its customers. Yahoo reports that nine million people could receive a payout of between sixty-one dollars to seventy-nine US dollars. Uh, um, I wish I was in the UK because I need some of that money because my my, my children. Yeah, I need some of that money. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, every penny I can get right now, I need it. I need it. You know, Sony, shame on you. Ford ordered to pay family of Georgia couple 1.7 billion dollars. This is after a deadly pickup truck crash. Automobile company plans to appeal. Not surprising. American multinational automobile manufacturer Ford has been ordered to pay a Georgia family more than a billion dollars after a couple was killed in a truck crash. Back in April 2014, Adam and Kim Hill's parents, Melvin and Vaughn Hill, were driving their 2002 Ford 250 when it rolled over. Last week, a verdict was reached in a lawsuit. Adam and Kim filed against the motor vehicle company and Ford was ordered to pay the family $1.7 billion in damages. The children claimed in the civil suit that a defective roof on the Ford pickup truck was the cause of their parents' deaths. Ford Motor Company announced this week that it plans to appeal the verdict. According to a press release from Butler Pratha LLP, the Hills were awarded $34 million in compensatory damages. NBC News reports attorneys said 30% of the responsibility is on the automotive service Pep Boys, for mistakenly installing the wrong size or load range tires on the Hill's truck in 2010. That mistake caused the right front tire to blow out, causing the wreck. But evidence showed at the trial, yep, showed the wreck was survivable and the crushing of the roof caused the injuries that led to the deaths of Mr. and Mrs. Hill, NBC News reports. In a statement, Ford said it would be filing an appeal on verdict. While our sympathies, sympathies sorry, go out to the Hill family, we don't believe the verdict is supported by the evidence and we plan to appeal. I'm not surprised that their spokesperson would say that. Anybody would want to appeal that especially when you look at the sizable amount, $1.7 billion in damages. But um, I need to go back here in the story. The $34 million that was paid out in compensatory damages, was that paid by Ford or was that paid by Pet Boys? NBC News reports attorneys said 30% of the responsibility is on the automotive service Pet Boys for the mistakenly installed wrong size or load range tires on the hill struck in 2010. I remember this. We were living in Atlanta at the time, in Georgia at the time. I remember. I definitely remember this incident. Hmm. So Pet Boys is involved, okay, but they were not the ones who were. So is it Ford or is it Pet Boys? Shouldn't it, the lawsuit be really targeted to Pet Boys since they installed the wrong it was their worker that installed the wrong size tires and that is what oh well no because they're saying the roof had the roof been not been defective they could have been saved okay all right got it soaring grocery store prices means eating out is now the cheaper option depends on what it is i will say that when kids parked up at the site of fast food establishments parents all around the world shout what do we normally tell or what have we heard when you're driving down the street or walking down the street and you say oh mcdonald's or oh wendy's or oh burger king or oh this that what 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 our parents tell us we got food at home (laughs) well in this age of inflation this adage is less applicable as economists have found that eating out is now less expensive than cooking at home. Grocery prices have seen an increase of at least 13%, with goods on the shelves costing families much more than it has in previous decades. While most restaurants have increased their prices as well, inflation has only driven up menu items by about 7.6%. The growing grocery store costs are attributed to supply chain difficulties and other factors such as the war in Ukraine and a lack of production. The bump in restaurant prices is primarily due to the cost of labor increasing. Still, it is now more reasonable for Americans to dine out. Consumers are seeing the price of groceries rise much more than the price of restaurants or fast food establishments, said Michigan State University food economist David Ortega restaurants are not just benefiting from customers switching from home-cooked meals chain eateries such as applebee's are seeing a hike in customers turning away from expensive fine dining as they scurry to the two for twenty dollar menu to save a buck while some aspects of life impacted by inflation such as gas have slowly begun to decrease in price again food continues to rise at alarming rates in fact the increase in grocery store meals is the largest since 1979, with no sign of slowing down any time soon. Consumers are getting a break at the gas pump, but not at the grocery store, said my, uh, Greg McBride, who is a chief financial analyst at Bankrate.com. So if you ever wanted to lose weight, now is the perfect time to do so, because says it here, no sign of slowing down anytime soon as far as grocery store prices are concerned
4: you you may lose weight but then (laughs) what you're consuming may not be the best food either you know what i mean fast food is not the most nutritious food
3: exactly exactly i agree I still feel that it's cheaper to cook at home. Now, I will tell you this for if you're a single person or if you're just two of you living in a home, whether it's you and a child or you and a partner, you and a roommate, you and your your, your spouse, um, depending on what it is, right? Eating out may be. And I wouldn't say dining in either. You don't want to go to places where you have to pay a tip because it's going to cost you more because nowadays they be slapping that gratuity in the in the bill you don't have a choice about how much you want to give right um so it's it may and it depends on what you want steak cook that at home uh shrimp cook that at home if, if it's something that you want to try yeah go out and get that if you want the experience you want a break don't make it a habit because it can still end up being more costly um to go out and eat my opinion i don't know i may be wrong I still think it's cheaper. Well, in my case, it's a family of six, right? So, and it's five men. And trust me, they eat like tanks. I don't know where the food going, but they eat like tanks. Um, yeah, it's cheaper for me to cook at home. Way cheaper. If I buy wings to feed them, it's $80 if I order from a wing place, right? One of a few wing places. It's $80, no less, just the wings. Haven't added fries, haven't added anything, just the wings, no. So in that case, it's cheaper for me to buy a package of wings at the wholesale for $22 and make the wings for them. So, you know, weigh it out. Let's see how it goes, right? But... (laughs) I didn't know that applebee's still did the two for 20. i remember when i lived in atlanta a friend of mine every now and again we would like she's like i got twenty dollars let's go (laughs) or i'm like i got twenty dollars let's go (laughs) we would go to applebee's and sit down and enjoy our two for 20 meal yep that those were the good days apple employees have kicked off a petition requesting that they be allowed to work from home amid the company's return to office mandate Last week, Apple CEO Tim Cook issued a headline to all company workers, calling for them to be back in the office for at least three days a week, starting September 5th. In response to the policy, workers clapped back in the form of a petition saying they're doing just fine working from home as they would in the office, demanding location, flexible work. The petition called Apple Together was put together by a group of workers at the company who claim they've been doing exceptional work during the pandemic and after, despite not being in the office. This uniform mandate from senior leadership does not consider the unique demands of each job role, nor the diversity of individuals, the petition states. Those asking for more flexible arrangements have many compelling reasons and circumstances from disabilities, visible or not, family care, safety, health, and environmental concerns, financial considerations, to just playing, being happier and more productive, it went on. According to the April survey, 76% of Apple employees have responded poorly to the return to office mandate. I think return to the office should be based on a few things right if the employee feels they are more productive in the office environment sure let them go and make it their choice right you have some people who have to be around people they can't be by themselves They, they function better and that should be okay so I think there needs to be a balance times have changed you know when the pandemic happened and everyone was working from home, companies were forced to make that the norm. Now, all of a sudden, they pretended to care then. Now they don't care anymore. Everybody wants people back in the office. Have they thought about gas prices? Have they thought about the environment that they, they claim they care about? If someone's job function can be done at home, for example, Javette. You are fully functional at home, right? You, you, or where do you feel better? Have conversations with your employees. Look at their productivity. Now, if you have someone who is slacking off, they're supposed to be doing 100 things. or make, Let's say making 100 phone calls, and they're only making 50. You may want to look into that, or 60, or 70,
4: right? I am fully functional at home. But I have a manager that needs her handheld and feel better when people are in the office with her. Mm. So you have so, the dynamics of managers that, one, need their handheld, two, don't trust, not, let me say not trust. You can't micromanage if someone is not in the office with you. <laughs> okay. And three, what I notice in my office is the people that don't work hinder it for the people that do work. So instead of identifying the one person and reprimanding them, everybody else, unfortunately has to suffer. Just like back in the day when one child got in trouble, everybody in trouble. That's basically what goes on in my office.
3: Okay. Yeah. I think you have to know your employees. And you, in this day and age, make it case by case. That's my thing. Oh, Javette, I didn't see the person. Oh, my gosh i'm just the thing is when i'm reading it's hard to look
4: down oh that's fine i didn't want to bring him up because you didn't know him
3: you know him
4: i sent him a message
3: okay yeah 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 i apologize because i you know sometimes i'm not looking down um especially when i'm reading it's hard to look down i need to get a phone stand where i can have something right next to me my apologies please let him know i do apologize for that but um yeah case by case There are people who work best at home, let them remain home. There are people who um, have been able to survive a little better, not having to pay for child care expenses, because I always wonder, and I'm just throwing out a figure hypothetically, right? Don't hold me to this figure. You you make $600 a week, $700 a week, and then you have to turn around and give 250, $250 of that to a daycare facility. Over four weeks, over a month, that's $1,000. Do you know what you could do with that $1,000? Healthier meal options. Savings for a rainy day. Investing. There's so much more that you can do with $1,000. Peace of mind being the greatest one, if you ask me, because you don't have to worry about the The daycare calling you, oh, your child is not well, or you need to come pick your child up. You don't have to worry about scurrying out of the office because you don't want to be charged a, a what a dollar a minute or some whatever it is until you pick that child up. We need to really look at family work life balance. As you know, it's important.
6: Companies like uh, Apple, Tesla. Um, if you work in the tech department and Amazon, stuff like that, if they're forcing people to go back to work, they're going to be out of employees real soon because, like, wait, they don't need to be there.
3: They don't.
6: They really don't need to be there. And, um, you know, who want to go in the office, go in the office. But there's other companies that's hiring in, 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 in those same fields. And they're doing 100% remote, so and they're paying too. So you know, um, unless if you don't care about working for Apple, they're gonna lose a lot of people.
3: Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Times have changed, and you have to know how to move with the times. You you need people, right? No. uh what was his name? Oh my gosh, what's his name? The man that owns Virgin. He said this years ago. Thank you, Dre, Richard. He said it years ago that the most valuable asset to any organization, the most valuable asset is the employee. And you have to be willing to meet them. You cannot be so stringent. You have to be accommodating to their needs because people work best when they have peace of mind but unfortunately a lot of um, CEOs and managers, directors and um, supervisors don't seem to feel that way. They don't.
4: So here's the other aspect that comes up. Um, So I work for an insurance company. So security is one, um, because um, when a person works from home Um, depending on the company and the server and the internet and it and all that stuff. What was told to me is they wanted to make sure that none of the policy information is able to be um, stolen. Right. (laughs) And then the other thing is these companies are already paying for space right? Maybe their leases, maybe they have a 30-year lease or whatever. You're paying for a space where you don't have employees in the office, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And then the other thing that came up when it was discussed had to do with insurance. Mm. But I don't remember the full conversation, so I'm going to have to get back to you on that one.
3: Okay. Okay. So if they want to present the argument of real estate, I get that you're you're paying for 30,000 square feet and nobody's in it. That makes sense. But tell it like it is. And this is what I don't understand with, with owners of companies. They will not just come out and say, tell it like it is. Listen, we're paying for this facility. We are in this lease. People are more inclined to understand where you're coming from than you just saying we need you back in the office let people understand the business at hand you'd be surprised to know that people are really accommodating and they will be willing to work with you if you will be transparent with them i remember when (laughs) i remember my last corporate job and i i said this to rosolo was it just yesterday too i think it was yesterday we were talking or the day before and i said you know when the director would say to me, Oh, you know, you need to speak to so and so about X, y, Z. I wasn't the one having a problem with X, Y, and Z, but you have the problem. Okay, no problem. I'll go and have a conversation. And I would go to them and I would say, let's say, for example, Rosolo is the director. And I would say, Oh, so Rosolo um asked me to speak with you about this, 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 and this. And then the individual will go to Rosolo and say, Okay, you know, so I understand that you have this issue with me. Then Rosola would call me and say, why did you have to call my name? "Uh, Hello? You're the one with the problem. Oh, I see what it is. You don't want to be the bad guy. I must be looked at the bad guy. So I must deliver the messages if it's coming from me. No, boo-boo. It ain't going to happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I can stand on my two feet. And I have a backbone of my own. I have no problem telling my employee what I have a problem with. But if you have a problem with something, let it come directly from you. And if you're asking me to deliver the message, <clears throat> you best believe I'm going to call your name. Sorry. Not throwing you onto the bus, but I'm telling it like it is. Be transparent. People, your employees will respect you a whole lot more for that. I don't know. Am I wrong or am I right? I don't know. I don't know. Um <laughs> I'm sorry Jeff. Oh, so I must take the hate? Uh-uh, I ain't taking no hate for nobody. I can I have enough piled on me. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I know how you feel. I get it. <laughs>
7: Good morning, everyone.
3: Good morning, Rosolo. <laughs> Good morning. So I missed this story, but you know, Javette. We're talking about Apple wanting their people to come back and the Apple employees create a petition after the company calls rem- remote workers to head back to the office. That's the story.
7: I agree. I'm sorry. I'm a remote worker that, come, come close the door before me get in trouble, please. I'm a remote worker <laughs>
2: <laughs>
7: that is currently in the office. And I've been in the office for the past four days and I don't wanna be here. It's covid and it's monkey poxy out here. And it's when you're hired and as a, in a remote role, that is your expectation, right? And so when I understand that people are gonna start trans- transitioning back into the office, as you know, people start, the offices start opening up, but some of us were hired as remote <laughs> and then you need to have a conversation. And the conversation is not, I, I think it's just for me, for me in this particular position, we didn't have the right conversation to ha- to just send emails and say people just start coming back in. They send an email to the entire company just saying every Tuesday, every Thursday, you have to be in the office. That's unacceptable to those of us that you hired as remote, not because of the pandemic, but because we're remote. So I have a under- I have some empathy for the Apple employees. <laughs> and Ro- the person standing in my office has it as well.
3: <laughs> Rosola. Rosola. I don't have to do a damn thing.
7: (laughs) Well, let me tell you something. I'll tell another story real quick, and then I'll get off. Good morning. First of all, good morning, everyone. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. I love you all. But actually, moments knows I. I, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, um, Thursday. I'm working this week in office. Last night, I came in at eight o'clock yesterday morning. Um, No, came in nine because I had to drop my daughter at work. They want me to be here for eight. I dropped my daughter to school at 745 and I, I live an hour away from the office. My boss messaged me at 1042 p.m. last night. Hey. Good night. So I didn't respond. So then um, this morning she messages and I understand there's a lot happening but there's certain boundaries. Yeah, You can't mess at me at, at 1042 p.m. Come on, I'm trying to get up to be in your office per your, your request at 8 a.m. which is not even possible. Because I've explained to her, I dropped my daughter off at 7.45, and it takes me an hour to get to work. The earliest I can get here is 9. This morning, she sends a message. Will you be here by 8? I didn't respond. (laughs) While I was in traffic, I took a picture of Atlanta traffic and gave her my ATA, which was 8.51. (laughs) So I'm not doing anything, to your point, more than I can anymore. I'm not doing that. I'm not coming out. I'm not maneuvering and changing up my entire life to please corporate America. I'm not doing that. So I tend to agree with the uh, Apple.
3: P-T-O, Rosolo. Prepare the others because it, be it won't be me.
7: Prepare because it won't be a, me. Wasn't that TikTok? P-T-O. That's a
3: TikTok thing. P-T-O. Prepare the others. It won't be me. I am not going through hoops for you. 1042 text in hoops. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You- and then and then this
7: morning, or, I mean, it, it had to be seven, six, something in the morning. Are you crazy? I don't even want the person I'm with to t- talk to me that early in the morning, and I don't have anyone. <laughs> but when they're with me, that's all. Let's let's meditate, pray,
3: let's do some morning routine first. You I mean, pray yet, my girl? She did do I don't know if she pray yet. They they miserable, and misery loves company. But here's the thing, Rosolo they will do what we allow them to do if you ever make the mistake or if you have ever made the mistake in the past of responding to a text message that late guess what you just did you opened the door and in their mind when they remember? text you, okay. yeah, in their mind, when they text you at 10 o'clock, they are now expecting you to respond. And when you don't respond, they have a paper, a sheet of paper that they start to tabulate these things on.
7: Well, them can't tabulate because that must be my fifth occurrence because I, they do it all the time. And I'm telling you, I will not respond to a text that late.
3: Didn't you I, talk I, about you boundaries
7: yesterday on your show? I talked about boundaries okay. yesterday on my show. Did you know how good it felt? to set those boundaries today. Haven't I (laughs) spoken to you about setting boundaries? Yes, you have. Yes, ma'am. You have, and I'm setting them. Aren't you proud of me? Yes, I am. (laughs) Good morning, everyone. Have a wonderful day. If I don't get to speak to you again.
3: Yeah. They're no different from children. Your bosses are no different from children. They study you, and they will try you. And the minute they realize they can get through with something, they're going to keep doing it. And then you know the worst part? They don't make it a one off. They will then turn to Tom and say, Call Rose Solo because the last time she did it for me.
4: So I know it on radio and guess what? guess what? I don't care. I'm I, I've been homesick <laughs> the past two days. Prepare the others. <laughs> <laughs> I have been so working on the weekends. Yes, the same thing, the phone calls. There was one Saturday that I ignored emails, texts, and Teams. And they knew that I was online because they could see that I was online. But guess what? I ain't see it. I ain't hear it. Sorry. I was so busy working. I didn't pay attention. Yeah. And it feels good, Rosola, when you take your power back. And at the end of the day, I sit and think, you know what? If I get fired, there's always another job. Someway, somehow, God has always made a way for me. Amen. And and he will again.
3: Amen. Yeah. We allow them to feel as though they are almighty and powerful. And we have to make them understand that we need each other to coexist. You need me. I need you. But you know the other thing too, folks? Some of our superiors, they can't even do the damn job. They don't know even how to turn on the damn computer unless you do it for them
4: facts
3: they're lazy that's why the woman killed one of the people too she said they la- her boss is the laziest boss she ever had not that i'm saying what she did was right but the lady not Atlanta. she said yeah the- you remember i spoke about it yesterday on the Rosolo show brought it up it was one of the things we spoke about yeah the laziest boss ever bosses do your job And in case you don't know what it means to be in a leadership role, being in a leadership role means you roll those sleeves up. If it means you got to kneel down with everybody else, you kneel down with them. You lead by example. You can't be expecting me to be at work at eight o'clock, 10 o'clock, you strolling in with a Starbucks coffee in your hand and ready to dish out orders. Oh, no, 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 no. It's not going to happen do this do that and the next thing while i'm ranting stop having these everlasting meetings a meeting at 8 a meeting at 10 a meeting at 12 a meeting at 2 a meeting at 4. and what are the meetings about at 8 o'clock we're having a meeting to talk about what we're going to discuss in the other meetings the 10 o'clock meeting is to discuss what we had in the eight o'clock meeting. currently in that
7: situation right now currently in that situation right now mayday mayday <laughs> sos somebody <send laughs> <something.
2: Come
4: laughs> sorry i'm going mute my mic Yeah. Oh, my God, you're taking away all the time I need to do my work. Thank you. And then you say I'm nonproductive. I'm nonproductive because you want me to waste time with you.
3: Because if we have to have so many meetings about the one issue, clearly you have the wrong team around you. You hired me. I told you what my capabilities were. You hired me based on that. Trust me to get the job done. Just leave me the hell alone. I don't need to be in a meeting to talk about a meeting that wasn't a meeting that is to come i'm sorry i'm ranting this morning
4: but i'm sure i'm not no, the only one but who really, feels that way no i want to know what is that <laughs> was there like a class back in the day that's how management <laughs> is supposed to work like seriously what is that why is that
3: <laughs> i ay, 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 yeah it's called time wasting, how to look productive while being least productive. That's all it is. How to look important and how to look business like without actually being that. That's all it is.
4: I call it CYA.
3: <laughs> Cover your
4: ass. <laughs> because they can't do it, but it looks like they're staying on top of everybody else. Exactly. So when something go wrong, they can blame it on everybody else.
3: Oh, Lord. And I got one more. One more, and I'm going to shut up and keep it moving. One more. When you give them an idea, and then they take that idea and head over to the director or the CEO, and act as though it's their idea, and they get the recognition for the idea, and you're like, okay, what the heck happened, Jesse? What the hell just happened? They don't know how to applaud others and bring others up they light the spotlight on themselves all the damn time and the next thing last thing last thing i'm really serious now don't have me coming in your office asking you for two dollar three dollar four dollar five dollar raise and you tell me no the company can't afford it and then next week i see a bentley pull up that you just took off the lot that the company paid for Don't, don't do it. The company don't have money to give people increases, but they have money for Bentleys and S-Class AMGs.
4: But that's a company expense. They can write that off on their taxes.
3: They get tax incentives for hiring people too, Javette, in case. Let, let me let you know. Some companies actually get their um, payroll subsidized, right, by state and federal funding yeah that part when they every time they hire somebody they get a kickback from the state ten thousand dollars per head and that is why they don't care if you quit let me keep it moving next story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSV in Miami. A former head of security at Twitter has filed whistleblower complaints with U.S. officials, alleging that the company misled regulators about its cybersecurity defenses and its problems with fake accounts, according to the reports by The Washington Post and CNN. Peter Zatko, Twitter's security chief, until he was fired early this year, filed the complaints last month with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the Federal Trade Commission, and the Department of Justice. The post which obtained the complaint reported that among the most serious accusations is that Twitter violated the terms of an FTC settlement by falsely claiming that it had a strong security plan. Zatko also accuses the company of deceptions involving It's handling of spam or fake accounts. An allegation that is at the core of the attempted withdrawal of a $44 billion takeover bid for Twitter by billionaire Elon Musk. Zatko did not immediately respond to a request for comment on Tuesday, but told the Post he felt ethically bound to come forward. All right, then more shakeups there. But uh, I got to play this one. Um. I think it was Andel who sent this one over to me. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. Andel, Andel, Andel. Yeah. So. The above me is not
8: even real. in an AI generated face. What that means is that this person doesn't even exist. And this is what's going to happen in the future is that as people we interact with in customer service, people we interact with in the metaverse and online spaces may not even be real people. They're working on right now digitized personalities. Personalities don't exist also. They're going to pair These faces, these personalities put them together, and now they have a whole new digital person that a company can own and profit from, right? That's why it's so important in the future to own your digital personality in the metaverse, because there is a great, great benefit in having control. The person above me is not even realistic. The person above me is not...
3: Yeah, so behind the man speaking is a picture of a beautiful young lady who doesn't exist. So now, (laughs) you won't be talking to human beings anymore. When they take away jobs from people, what do they expect people to do? What's going to happen to humanity? And let me ask a question. Let us say the payroll for your company is a million dollars, right, per month. Let's just say that. And you fire those people and put in AI technology, that million dollars that you're saving how is it really going to advance you or help you really and truly how is it going to make you a better person are we so hung up on greed and the acquisition of wealth that we don't even realize what we're doing to fellow human beings greed is consuming us it is eating us it is eating the top one percent alive and they don't even realize it. You want to be so wealthy beyond out of this world. What are you going to do with it? What What are you going to do with it? So eventually, everybody going to be unemployed. What's going to happen? Because it looks as though that's the way we're headed. Quite frankly, I don't need to own anything in the damn metaverse because I can't touch it. I'm not buying no house in the metaverse because I can't live in it. I'm not buying no land in the metaverse because I can't build on it or farm in it. I ain't dating nobody in the metaverse because I can't do nothing with them. The metaverse, in my opinion, is a figment of someone's imagination. And I'm not getting into that crap. Sorry. Y'all can keep that. I think it's for entertainment purposes only. uh uh-uh.
4: So I met a young lady on this app and she's a huge proponent of the metaverse and i'll see if i can have her come and describe how she is making moves and money in the metaverse i feel how you feel i also feel this is another way to psychologically mess with our brains but a lot of things that she has spoke on does make sense to me, and for some strange reason, people are making money on this app. And I'm still not not app in the metaverse, and I'm still trying to figure out how and why. But I will see if I can bring her in the space, maybe that would even be a nice. maybe <laughs> even a days after dark
3: yes. space, yes.
4: and we can have the conversation and see how everybody feels about it. I still want to stay away from it because we have more than enough distractions. Tell me about it. Or I have more than enough distractions. Let me not speak to everyone (laughs) than to get lost in cyber world.
3: Exactly. I'm having a hard time just existing here on the real world. I see your point. I see your point. So MK says in the chat, that's where we're heading to AI and robots. Dre said, but. Moments, you will need to have coffee in tow in the metaverse. Listen, me is old school and me going old school till the day me dead. Some things, uh, 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 while I can respect the um, technological advancements, there are some things that I question. And not every bandwagon we have to jump on. That's how I look at it. You know, I'm a very skeptical person when it comes to, especially when it comes to technology. I'm slow to catch on, and I'm okay with that. Um, and I think I'm, you remember the owner, one of the directors for Meta, got raped in the metaverse. Um, pedophiles are in the, pedoph- pedophilia exists in the metaverse. Everything that's already in the we- real world is in the metaverse. I don't need a double whammy of it. That's how I look at it. You know, I don't know. I'll see how I feel in two decades time so i around God willing
5: yeah but I'm gonna play this we clip again Stand idly by why why while woke ideology ravages every institution in our society we must fight the woke in our schools we must fight the woke in our businesses we must fight the woke in government agencies we can never ever surrender to woke ideology, and I'll tell you this the state of Florida is where woke goes to die. So that
3: was Governor Ron DeSantis, the governor of the state of Florida, and we're going to be talking about that clip later on. So get your thoughts together, wrap your heads around it. Woke will come to the state of Florida, but it's going to die in the state of Florida. We will not have. Woke mentality in the state of Florida. Yes, so that conversation is coming up later on. Our next business story Ford is cutting 3,000 corporate jobs as part of its shift to EVs. This is according to CNN. Ford is cutting 3,000 white collar jobs as it prepares to shift from traditional internal combustion engine vehicles to electric vehicles. 2,000 of the jobs are salaried positions and another 1,000 are contractors, Ford said. Affected employees will be notified they are losing their jobs later this week. Building this future requires changing and reshaping virtually all aspects of the way we have operated for more than a century. CEO Jim Farley and executive chairman Bill Ford wrote in a message to Ford employees, First reported by Automotive News. It requires focus, clarity, and speed. And as we have discussed in recent months, it means redeploying resources and addressing our cost structure, which is uncompetitive versus traditional and new competitors. Ford aims to generate half of its global sales from fully electric vehicles by 2030. The move had been expected for some time, When discussing second-quarter earnings with analysts a month ago, Farley confirmed reports of coming layoffs. Tesla has also announced plans to cut about 10% of its salaried staff, even as it adds hourly workers to increase production at two new factories in Austin, Texas and Berlin. CEO Elon Musk said the cuts are necessary because we grew very fast on the salaried side and we grew a little too fast in some areas and so it requires a reduction in salaried workforce. But he also has voiced concerns about a possible recession, saying he had a super bad feeling about the state of the economy. A growing number of job cut announcements have come across multiple industries recently, even though the overall U.S. labor market remains very strong, with more job openings than there are unemployed people looking for work. Although GM CEO Mary Barra said the company is preparing for a possible recession and the impact that could have on operations, CFO Paul Jacobson said GM is not running any scenarios right now where we contemplate layoffs. To fund its planned shift to EVs, General Motors closed several U.S. plants back in 2019, sparking a strike at GM later that fall. So we're laying off people, you know, um, how much money has Ford got out of the government? How much money? You can't make the layoff process a slow one, do the layoffs in increments up until 2030. You're going to send these people home. People are already tearing their hair out just to survive. Well, I sincerely hope that you are granting them a considerate. Um, what's, the, what's the term when you're laying off people and you give them that package? What's that compensate? What's the right term for that package that we give them when we lay people off? I can't remember now, but you know what I'm talking about. Redundancy package? Is that the right word? I don't even know. But, um, yeah, everybody getting laid off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The White House is leaning toward cancelling $10,000 in student loan debt for borrowers who make less than $125,000, courtesy of CNN. White House officials have been weighing. I don't know what there is to weigh because there's no weighing when it comes to the Ukraine. And leaning toward the cancellation of up to $10,000 in student loan debt per borrower tied to an income household CNN has learned. According to multiple sources familiar with the discussions, the plan is designed to offer the forgiveness to individuals who earn less than $125,000 per year. In addition to that baseline of student loan debt forgiveness for individuals who fall under a certain income level, administration officials have also recently discussed the possibility of additional forgiveness for specific subsets of the population. This is according to sources familiar with internal discussions in the administration. The announcement could come as early as today, but it is not clear that a final decision on the details of the announcement as well as the timing has been made and there could always be 11th hour changes. The White House is also expected to address in the coming days whether to extend again the current pause on federal student loan payments, which is set to expire August 31st. CNN has reached out to the White House for comment. Some people feel that they're going to go ahead and do it because it's um, an election year and they need the votes and it's going to be a political move, a strategy, politically motivated strategy. Um so you you, you, you eliminate 10,000 now. What's going to happen in the future? What's going to happen next year for the new set of borrowers? Is there going to be a $10,000 reduction on tuition? Me, or let me put it this way. Let us say um, college tuition on any college throughout the US is40,000 dollars for the year are they going to subsidize it by saying okay we the government we will and put it in writing that we are going to pay ten thousand dollars and you foot the rest the thirty thousand dollars whether it's through grants scholarships whatever is that going to be happening down the road or is this just ten thousand dollars this year that's it nothing else keep it moving because if that's the approach, in my opinion, I don't think that's the best approach. I you know, but I don't know if my recommendation makes sense. Someone else who's more of an economist, financial strategist, please share your thoughts. All right. Go right ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please do.
4: Well, I am none of those, but <laughs> I would say that Um, one step at a time I don't think everything can be satisfied in one full sweep Mm -hmm. so he's gonna start with 10 grand I'm okay with that
3: okay my next question and as I look down and I see Sunette, and I'm saying Sonette because I know we had a conversation months ago right here in coffee Joe when the conversation came to the forefront about student loan forgiveness right um so folks like Sunet who have already paid off their college tuition, what happens? Do they get uh, some sort of retroactive money? Will anything be done for those who have already paid off their college tuition? No, well, I don't think so.
9: Congratulations, you paid off your student loan, and hope you have a good, a good career. That's about it. I don't, I wouldn't see that. Do you think they should help somebody who already paid their stuff
4: off? Well? And I don't I necessarily would... need yeah. money back. Sorry, Senator, okay. I don't need money back. No,
9: yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I don't, I don't. I'm very happy. It's like this huge relief off my head and my shoulders that I don't have to think about paying the student loan off anymore. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't expect that anybody should retroactively say, okay, since you were such a good girl, here's a prize. It doesn't happen in real life, so I don't expect it now.
3: Okay. All right. Thank you so much, ladies. It's time for us to take another quick break. When we return, we have sports news and more. Here is some more from Lauren Hill. This is the, um,
1: the refugee camp. We the Fugila,
3: the Sly and Robbie version.
1: With the international Sly and Robbie on the hardcore reggae beat, now my selector, come down. Can I feel the vibe? Can I feel the vibe? We used to be number 10, now we permanent at one White clap, preaches on son, Ichibang Mrs. Mrs. Tin Can, of am your candy handyman Me without shoes like American without the pants Cool fellow, dance hall, stay mellow All that gun talk, who would've thought you die yellow? Damn, another hero wanna be Now he sleeps with his friends in the mortuary Dude, I find it rude when you intrude. My pistol nozzle, it's your nasal doo comes out your anal. Just because you're buff, don't play tough. Cause I'll reverse the earth and turn your flesh back to dust. Ooh la la la, it's the way
0: that we rock when we doing our thing. Ooh la la la, it's the natural light that the refugees bring. Ooh la la la. la.
1: I like met the before, eh? Dig it. I stay high off the Fuji
8: live bus When we rush through You must know Raw cuss crew Got G's like the ref so F who Ever wanna test Bring me stress West coast back to east Grab my toast When I reach Truly curving, swerving. Lifestyle is urban sipping bourbon surviving. We really keep the word When
1: a boy want to be tested. set done You get wet up Just a bit too Unprepared to shoot it Fair bet
0: Fake bullets can't scar me I can spell a week out Like safari Play you out like a sorry Sacrifice you Carby. And I'm sorry To every single rapper Dick and hard- Saying they wanna spar me Cause I think my repertoire and my memory Reminding me of eating calamari In the Kalahari Where the bands are the far So ha, ha 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 You shouldn't diss refugees eh? and ha ha, ha ha Your whole sound set booty and eh? Ooh la 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 It's the way that we rock When we doing our thing Ooh la 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 It's the remix sound That the refugees bring Ooh la 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 la
1: like I, be for. I sit 90
10: degrees on the Nepal trees, sitting in the cool breeze in the West Indies,
8: Fleet mm, the sea. My keys or Santa Maria, sick and with senorita. They keep telling me this, telling me that. They smile in my face then they talk behind my back. But what they lack is the facts about my stats. A, a rap in pack will kill you softly,
1: like your words yo, Roberta What's Black. going
4: on? I'm getting come, you know what, we soon done. Gun by my side, just in case I got a rum. A boy on the side of Babylon trying to front like you're down with Mount Zion. Yo, what's going on? I'm getting come, you know like yo, what, you know, we
1: Thank you to all the
3: listeners logged on to QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. Don't forget for quality music while you work or play. Log on to QMZRadio.com helps get you through your day. JanoRadio.com, download that Jano Radio app available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Take us on the go. And of course, thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. I'm Moments with me. You're listening to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Today, it is hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday. We're crushing on the likes of Lauren Hill, and we're doing that through music. Of course, you're going to be hearing her songs throughout the program, solo as well as part of the Fugees. Keep it locked. Don't go anywhere. We have sports news coming up, followed by Caribbean Corner. You're listening to her here with Mary J. Blige. I used to love him.
0: Frustrated, I, I waited, debated for something to happen. It just wouldn't fit in. Thought what I wanted was something I needed. When Mama said no, then I just should've. Have-
3: Thank you once again to everyone who's tuned in on QMZrader.com, Jan and everyone right here on Clubhouse. And now it's time for us to keep it moving. It's time for sports news. U.S. State Department discourages Dennis Rodman from going to Russia to seek Brittany Griner's release, as former Hooper could complicate efforts. The U.S. State Department is not here for former NBA star Dennis Rodman going to Russia To try to free britney griner we put forward a substantial proposal to russia to seek the freedom of paul whelan or britney griner state department spokesperson ned price told reporters on monday we believe that anything other than negotiating further through the established channel is likely to complicate and hinder those release efforts he added price also made it clear that rodman would not be traveling on behalf of the u.s government if he were to go to russia this past weekend the former chicago bull told nbc news that he planned to go to russia to seek griner's freedom he said i got permission to go to russia to help that girl i'm trying to go this week griner as we know is currently serving a 9-year prison sentence after pleading guilty to drug smuggling charges earlier this year the wnba player was arrested at a moscow airport after authorities found canisters with cannabis oil in her bag. She has been adamant that the banned substances were not intentionally packed. The U.S. has since declared Griner as wrongfully detained. Y- you know, he might stand a better chance. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because isn't he friends with the leader of North Korea as well? And um, I think he's friends with Putin. Am I wrong? Or I don't know. But I think he is, if memory serves me well. He might. Right. Ju- he go he ahead. Home. Go ahead. He no. he, so he, so he was close with um, King jong
9: Un, who like idolized him. But that has nothing to do with Putin. I, I really. He don't even. He said that girl. I think he should really please stay at home. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Plus, he's so flamboyant. I'm not saying he's gay, mm-hmm. but he's so flamboyant that it's not going to work for her. It's going to work against her. Mm. Russia is anti-gay, big time anti-gay And his flamboyant self will not work out very well For anybody
3: <laughs> Don't speak it <laughs> Sunnet, gotta love Sinead, right? Um, but what if it's worth a shot though, Sinead? What if somehow We don't know what he, what line of argument What his negotiating strategy will be or could be But what if somehow miraculously, they actually listen to him?
9: You use the right word, miraculously. (laughs) I I honestly do not see Dennis Rodman being anybody's, what is that term, negotiator? No, 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 no. If, If this was in North Korea, yes, please send Dennis. He'll go say, hey, come on Kim, you know, they're buddies, let her go. But this is a different person
3: okay so then he's not he's not on friendly terms then he's not on first name basis with um putin
9: not to my knowledge i've never heard anything about dennis rodman and um vladimir putin never
4: Mm. Mm. so for me who does dennis rodman think he is (laughs) No, seriously, what kind of education, notoriety, networking that he feels that he now can be some type of political, um, what's the word, savior. Who is Dennis Rodman? A basketball player.
3: Going to see the um see about another basketball player.
4: Okay, Fabian. Let's let Fabian. Yeah, talk. go ahead, oh Fabian. The sports guy. Oh come to Fabian. Come to yeah, un-
11: unleash the lion this morning.
3: Come to Fabian.
2: <laughs>
3: oh, well. stick a pin, Fabian. Stick a pin. Don't go, don't don't say a word yet. Hold uh, okay, on, one second. Right. So, so, Ned, I just pulled up and got, uh, I went to Google and I typed in: Does Dennis robin ha- have a relationship with Putin? uh well it seems so it seems so according to bleacherreport.com he seems to have a relationship and he believes that his relationship with russian president vladimir putin will assist in the efforts to help griner but go right ahead um fabian i do apologize
11: no not at all so uh you know moments um this people
3: Is it me, or did I lose Fabian?
11: We're at some time where you Fabian, don't Fabian, you're in the matrix. Can you start over? Start
3: over, Fabian. Start over. Start over.
11: Okay. Can you hear me now?
3: Yes. Go ahead.
11: Okay. All right. I apologize for that. No, I was saying this political thing can be really uh, kind of really weird sometimes as far as uh, relationships. And I would not put it past Dennis, uh, and here is why i don't think that he would be traveling into this um, situation unless he had some guarantees on his end and he has stated as much that he does have relationship with putin maybe it's not as publicized as the one with the with the uh south korean dictator whatever the case might be but Mm -hmm. i would i would give it a shot but uh you know the u.s government does not want to be upstaged by by somebody that is considered, you know, half loony or whatever the case might be. So they are saying, no, stay out of this right now. But the price that they will have to pay uh, with or without Dennis interceding is going to be pretty steep. Uh, they already want that um, that arms dealer. And I think Russia is going to want even much more than that. So uh, I think Dennis has a shot. But I don't think the U S government wants to be upstage by him. And that's why they're telling him to pretty much stay put and stay quiet.
3: They want him to stand down. Okay.
10: Yes. Yep. Yes. Wow. The
3: morning. Afo. I can stand corrected on that one. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yes. sir.
9: I still don't have, I still don't have high hopes, but, uh, we, I'm going to mute now.
3: Yeah. Neither do I, neither do I, Sunette, but you know, for what it's worth, let's see. Go ahead. Afo. Good morning.
10: Hi, morning no 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 I'm just saying that's
3: all oh nice to have you okay <laughs>
2: sure. so
3: let's see what happens um yeah i know i had heard some time ago that there was some relationship as you said fabian not a publicized relationship um the level of his the degree of his influence not too sure about that um yes sonette i have to agree with you with his flamboyancy may be a hindrance probably he might just dye his hair black and you know take out the whatchamacallit the jewelry out of his nostrils and put all the rings to the side and put on a suit i don't know they may take him seriously because it's kind of hard to take someone seriously if there's so many distractions going on in their attire and you know how they present themselves right good morning chief Oh, you can finally hear me. <laughs> I'm
8: sorry. That's okay. Go right so, ahead.
3: So, so <laughs> That's okay. i go right ahead.
8: You know, I'm, I'm. I have to side with Fabian. And uh, you know, I think we um, we underestimate. You know, it's like going to somebody's funeral, right? Somebody's uh, passing away ceremony, and you start to hear all these things that a person was involved in that you never knew about. Like, oh my god, I didn't know all this stuff about this person. And and typically the people we underestimate the most have the most influence, right? In in areas that we we haven't even thought about. I mean, this is the same guy who met with uh the president of North Korea. You know, and, and so we look at those relationships that these people have in those in those regions and those alliances that people have in those regions, and you start to see some things that you may not otherwise see. I mean, the fact that, the, like uh, like Sonette said, this idea of being upstage that's that's pretty real. The fact that they're afraid of being upstage tells you that this person is somebody.
2: Mm. Uh, why,
8: you see what I'm saying? So why would a super country, super nation, be concerned about Dennis Rodman if he was a nobody?
3: That's a great point. I'll leave it right
8: there.
11: And, and Chief, why would he put himself in that perilous uh, position uh, all that Russia's going through, uh, we know Putin's uh uh track record. Uh, you know, Rodman might be one of these irreverent kind of guys and wild and crazy party guy back in the day,
8: but trust me, he ain't no fool. He ain't no fool. That's right. That's right. I mean, he's not somebody who's just drifted off into no man's land and been forgotten about. If his name comes up, you you can miss his name for for three years, but if his name comes up, everybody knows it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
4: So why did he wait until after she's convicted?
8: Strategy, strategy, strategy.
4: It's
3: called uh, chestnut checkers, right?
8: <laughs> Seriously. Chinese checkers. <laughs>
11: <laughs> and, and just like how the U.S. doesn't want to be upstaged, uh, what a great opportunity for Putin to embarrass the U.S. by maybe... Absolutely. Uh, by maybe working something out with Rodman. So... It's a two-edged sword here, so I would not put it past Putin to to at least sit down and listen to Rodman.
3: Interesting perspectives. Yeah. Interesting perspectives. We don't know which way the pendulum is going to swing. We may have our um, ideas and our thoughts, but it may just play out. Strategic. (laughs) Strategic moves, I must say. Um, Wow. Yeah. Never thought about it that way. Thank you for that perspective. See, me and Sonette see things a little differently. But thank you, Fabian and, and um, Chief, for, you know, showing us a different angle. Uh, me, Sonette, and Javette. <laughs> Look at it differently. But, yeah, he might just surprise us. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, it is time for Caribbean Corner. our stories out of the Caribbean corner are courtesy of CaribbeanLoopNews.com. Our first story, we start off in Barbados. Former NIS officer says more than three pregnancies may get you fired. Ooh, interesting. As the national debate continues around the present state of the National Insurance Scheme, NIS, there is one call to revisit the labor legislation so women who become pregnant a fourth time under the same employer, cannot be terminated. Against the backdrop of a decrease in the birth rate and suggestions that persons need to have more children, one contributor highlighted a loophole in present labor laws at the town hall meeting held at the Alexandra School, and this happened last Wednesday. During his contribution to to the discussion, audience member and former NIS officer Stephen Strickland highlighted part of the employment legislation where women who get pregnant more than three times under the same employer are at risk of being terminated. If a lady is pregnant the fourth time and she applies for maternity leave from her employer, the employer can invoke the legislation and terminate her just because she got pregnant. So, we are encouraging persons to get more children, but if you miss and get more than three with the same employer, you're gone through the edels, and that has got to be changed, Strickland stated. The former officer of the NIS revealed that he stumbled across this particular information by accident many years ago, but stated that he had it verified with the Labor Department before attending the evening's town hall meeting in the hall of the Alexandra School. It is still on the statute books of Barbados, he stated. In his submission to the NIS panel, which included NIS Chairman Kim Tudor, Actuary Derek Osborne, Deputy NIS Chairman Rodon Adams, and Leslie Haynes QC, Strickland suggested that the parliamentary representative for the Parish of St. Peter, Colin Jordan, who is also the minister in charge of labor, be consulted about this particular labor legislation so women would not have to fear losing their job because they got pregnant. I had no clue that was happening in Barbados. Now, I'm not going to say it's not happening in other places. This is a call to action for many of us, not just for women. It's a fight for both men and women to look into the laws and the bylaws. What's going on? same employer you get pregnant a fourth time and you stand the risk of losing your job that doesn't make sense to me absolutely no sense we head on over to guyana for our next story China-Guyana trade near one billion U.S. dollars so far this year. Trade between Guyana and China is estimated at U.S. nine hundred and fifty million dollars for the first half of this year. As government and the private sector move to engage Chinese investors in a bid to secure lucrative investment and partnerships in the future, Vice Chairman of the China Council for the Promotion of International Trade Zhang Xiaogang, speaking at a virtual China. Guyana Investment Opportunities Seminar, which was held on Monday night, said the trade so far this year represents a whopping 223% increase in trade between the two countries. Wow. Hmm. That's a lot. China ain't going nowhere. But let me ask a question. As I'm reading that article, and I know that every... um what you call it, president elect, everyone who has or has hopes of getting into the White House has always spoken about increasing production here in the US so that we're less dependent on China. Have we satisfactorily made moves in that direction? Because based on this story out of Guyana, it seems as though Guyana, well, like other countries, Imports almost everything from a pin to an ankle from China. Has any U.S. administration put the wheels in motion to see to it that um, industries are revived here, but revived in such a way that it is affordable for us to afford whatever it is that they're going to produce, manufacture? I don't know. Where do we stand? Because while we're hitting out at China, we're still importing everything from China. If you need a part for your car, China. You need a part for your sewing machine, China. You need something for um, your kitchen cupboard, China. Everything, China, China, China. What do we make here? What is manufactured in the U.S. that we We say we need to build up so that people here can have jobs and we can be more independent and less dependent on other nations or is it just a part of the campaign speech that's uttered by every everyone I don't know we don't we we don't agree with a lot of Mexico's ideologies but we import a lot of things come from Mexico we even need their labor force that they cross the borders every day to come and work and then they go back home. So we also want the oil from Venezuela, but we still have sanctions on them. I just don't understand. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I just, I just don't, I can't understand the position that the U.S. has. You, you need them, but you, you, you I don't know. Jerry says it's too expensive to produce here. Okay, so I agree. It is expensive to produce here. So why is it then that instead of trying to work, have a harmonious relationship with these nations that we don't agree with <laughs> their policies, especially when it comes to how they treat human beings, why don't we um, have a different outlook? it's as though we're drumming up enemies or trying to make enemies of the very people that we rely on when it comes to trade. I don't know, it makes no sense to me, sorry.
4: My question is why is it too expensive to do it here? For the same things you just said moments, it's less expensive, we send it overseas, but yet we question how these people are living, what we're doing to these people, because we're not paying these people. So what stops us from making it less expensive here? <laughs> yeah. Who made the rules? That part. Shouldn't we be able to change our own rules? Should be able to. And if it's too expensive, then, then maybe there's some things that you have to change here so it can be more affordable.
3: Mm-hmm
4: but just my thoughts
3: our thoughts thank you thank you for uttering our thoughts yeah makes no sense car parts why should we be sending to china for car parts why should car parts have to come across the ocean why can't car parts be made here or why do we have to send south of the border why can't they be made here and made at an affordable cost you see we have to adopt the chinese mentality which i learned from shopkeepers back in jamaica reverse the way we think we have the mentality high profit not realizing that high profit is small sales right the chinese is small profit more sales which in the long run end up to more so you make it affordable guess what you're going to have to keep manufacturing because there's going to be a demand because it's affordable so people can afford it yes 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 we want more of it more 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 and that's where the chinese has us now yes we complain as Javet pointed out about the sweatshops people being paid Way less than they ought. And let, let's just throw a figure out there. And I'm giving it the high end $5 to, to create a t shirt. And that's really on the high end, trust and believe, in China. But the same t shirt is sold for $120 in one of the stores, the brands that we clamor for. Louis Vuitton, they have a factory in China. That's where they make the bags. In China. What's the cheapest Louis Vuitton bag? Right? Yeah. So everybody is thinking to make (laughs) more money. You know what? Ah, On to Jamaica for our next. Sorry, go right ahead before I move on.
4: No, I was going to say it's not just high pricing things (laughs) as well. I I was getting dressed for Carnival and I have a handkerchief, an Antiguan handkerchief that I had bought new. And I think I put it on IG. It had a tag on there. So I just happened to look at the tag. That Antiguan flag was made in China. That handkerchief (laughs) that I bought (laughs) was made in China. Blew my mind. But Jeffet, my mind. Jeffet, you remember the maga? No, I tell you something. You, hold, hold I'm on, chief. You remember maga when when um what's his name? I had a, um uh I like um African stuff.
5: Mm-hmm. So I
4: have a mask. It was a shadow box mask made in China. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, I yield my mic. Go ahead, chief. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was having an alternative discussion. <laughs>
8: um, <laughs> no, what's funny though, about what, uh, Javed just said, I remember I was filming at a, a Trump rally and <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I was going
3: to bring that up. It was up, so but many,
8: <laughs> it was so many people. There was so many people at this, this, uh, vendor station buying these Trump shirts, right? And so I went up like I was going to buy one and I said, catch this on camera. I told the camera lady, check, catch this on camera. And I said, oh my God, I got to have one of those shirts. This is really cool. You know what I'm saying? They, and they just lit up like he's one of us, you know? It was funny. <laughs> and, so, and so I got the shirt and I said, oh, hell no. Nah. This shirt is made in China. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about Make America Great Again? That oh, it was part. the funniest thing in the world. But you should have seen all the people who had a bag full of stuff already. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was hilarious.
3: He's go- he, myself. yeah chief he went around the country campaigning make america great again i remember when he he turned his nose up at mexico and they stopped making his ties in mexico remember that make america <laughs> yeah, great that. again but all the ties are made in mexico we don't I, I want to the-
8: funny i was-
3: go ahead go ahead i'm
8: sorry go ahead
3: we don't was, want the I, illegals there I, I, I was
7: gonna
3: okay are you hearing <laughs> right, me? I right exactly yeah. He don't want the illegals here, but they're the ones working in the vineyards for his sons.
8: Yeah, I was in Germany and I was in a gift shop <laughs> and they had this t-shirt of Trump and he had, a, and he had these gold necklaces around his neck and it had, and they took the body of Tupac and <laughs> made it white He had thug on his belly. Oh my God. It was the funniest thing in the world. I said this, but the perception of this man across the globe is hilarious. <laughs>
3: But that's what he likes. He doesn't care if it's good attention, bad attention. It's attention. He doesn't care. The hypocrisy, right? Our next story, we head on over to Jamaica. More than 100 teachers have left the school system, said education minister. What you expect? The government of Jamaica confirmed on Monday that it estimated that about 167 teachers had left their positions in the school system. Over the past two months, teachers like everyone else make very personal decisions to migrate and we're sorry to see them go, but we respect their decisions. Obviously, resignations that would have happened in the last school year, we would have seen where many of those would have been filled and so those would not be in this number that I'm quoting to you this morning. That's according to Education Minister Favel Williams in a news conference. Of course, we're still getting information from our school principals, and so this number 167 could change as we move towards the end of August and into September. The new school year begins on the 5th of September, and even up to that time, there may be resignations, she added. Williams, who was addressing teacher migration, told reporters that although the numbers may raise alarm, the situation is under control. She said that the ministry has implemented several strategies to mitigate any potential falling out from the mass migration and that 964 specialist teachers who have just completed their studies are now available for employment in the national school system. Last week, the Jamaica Teachers Association, JTA, warned of the exodus of teachers this year, noting that over 400 have left the island to take up lucrative job opportunities in the United States. Williams told reporters that looking at our 2022 teacher training graduates by specialization, I see accounting majors, biology, chemistry teachers, computer science, business education, and Early childhood education teachers, yeah.
2: Um,
10: as soon as I get them experience, gone, you know, I'm gone too.
2: Gone,
10: I realized a So, we got college for how many years now and start teaching. And you know, I'm can hardly really pay my bill because JPS, I, <laughs> I, 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 I go super hard. And, and the water commission, I will catch up with JPS. I'm okay and get our house, and i try and get our house. It's a matches box for $9 million or more. Uh, yeah, so as soon as I get them experience, I got them gone.
3: Right. I agree. Now, there's another article that says teachers are urged to remain focused and assist in nation building. Outgoing president of the Jamaica Teachers Association, Winston Smith, is encouraging teachers to remain focused and hopeful as they prepare for the new academic year, which begins on September 5th. He said, I want you to transform our educational landscape by the message of hope and restoration as we seek to embark on a program of restructuring, reorganizing and lifting education in Jamaica land we love. Let us not be daunted or discouraged, Smith told the opening of the JTA's 58th annual conference on Monday. He said, while the increased migration of teachers may pose a challenge to those teachers who remain, educators should be undaunted and rise to the task of transforming the educational landscape. And I'm going to read the next article and then we have a discussion. Now, Peter Bunting is saying professionals leaving Jamaica are not cowards. Remember last week, we, we um, spoke about the article where um, the mayor from Antigua Bay was calling um, those who chose to migrate cowards, right? So Peter Bunting is clapping back, him among others. Well, this, is, this one is relative to Peter Bunting. Opposition Senator Peter Bunting is insisting that professionals including teachers, should not be characterized as being cowards for migrating in search of better lives as they're not only seeking better opportunities for themselves, but also their loved ones. Bunting has also suggested that based on the number of professionals leaving the country, it is an indication that Jamaicans are not pleased with the government's ability to address the social and economic issues affecting the country. These teachers are abandoning schools in droves, not because they wouldn't want to stay, but the conditions that they're being asked to serve under. They cannot sacrifice their own families for that, Bunting claimed. He was addressing a People's National Party conference in northeast Manchester on Thursday. Bunting cited a report from the globaleconomy.com that ranked Jamaica as second out of 177 countries on the 2022 edition of its human flight and brain drain index and asserted that the island's nurses doctors police and university graduates are also leaving the country you can't blame them for leaving they're not cowards they're looking out for their families who they have first responsibility to In turning to the island's economy and cost of living, the opposition spokesman on national security said the promises by the government are not being met. He pointed to the 2016 promise of 5% growth in gross domestic product in four years as an example. According to Bunting, the PNP remains undeterred in speaking on the myriad of issues affecting the Jamaican people, despite some people being critical of him and the party's activism. Those who work on six month contracts for 20 years straight who don't have any of the protection of the labor legislation that Michael Manley put in, they need the People's National Party to speak on their behalf. The farmers in northeast Manchester, in fact, all over Manchester, St. Elizabeth, Trelawney and Clarendon, who pay $1,500 a bag for fertilizer, need the PNP to speak on their behalf. And there's nothing that's going to deter us from doing that, declared Bunting. And while They're asking teachers to remain. Here goes the JPS saying customers are to see an increase in light bills. The Jamaica Public Service customers will see an average increase of approximately 0.7% on their bills next month. This follows the Office of Utilities Regulation OUR assessment of the power company's 2022 annual review and extraordinary rate review application. Based on the OUR's analysis, JPS's proposed adjustment to the rates would have an average overall impact of 2%, the regulator said. Meanwhile, the average increase in the overall rates varies from 0.4% for the very large commercial and industrial customers to 1.2% for the large commercial and industrial customers. Our The OUR sorry, approved a revenue target of $48.16 billion dollars for 2022 down from the 51.3 billion dollars proposed by JPS so bundle it all together the government has shares of the JPS are you gonna use the the, the revenue generated your portion to increase the salaries of the teachers we're asking not to leave now the lack of pay to teachers is not exclusive to jamaica and i'm going to be honest about it. it's a global issue the very teachers we rely rely on to educate the youth to shape them to mold them to prepare them for a bright future are the very ones that we are holding back we're stifling them we're not helping them to be able to look after their families look after themselves and then when they get the opportunity. We want to tell them, whoa, hold on. Hold on for what? Can good name put food on your table? I'm passionate about it because my mother was an educator for many years. It's the only profession she ever had. She taught in all age schools. She has taught at primary schools. She has taught at high schools. She has taught at universities. She has taught at colleges. In the seventies, late seventies, into the eighties, when she was at the University of Miami and she was teaching there. She considered staying here. She considered staying in the US. She was working on her master's degree and teaching English to the Cubans who were coming here. Right? But she returned. She went back to Jamaica because my father said he ain't leaving Jamaica for nothing, no matter how hard it gets. That's the in bondem I got dead there, damn I live, right? Um so she went back home and she poured her all. I watched that woman seven days a week over books, preparing, marking exam papers, taking Spanish students on Spanish weekends to help um, get them into the language, sacrificing. I watched her give Students who didn't have shoes to walk across a graduation stage, taking shoes out of her closet to give to them. I have watched her countless times, consoling students whose parents are struggling financially. I have watched her be at school by 7.30 in the morning not leaving sometimes until nine o'clock at night, coming home, getting a two hour nap, getting up again, being at her desk, marking books, marking papers, not going back to bed until four o'clock to be up again by six. Teach, and I'm I'm not just defending teachers from the outside, I'm defending them from the inside because I lived it. It's not an easy feat, but they're the ones that we wipe our feet on. They're the ones we rely on to discipline uh, the children that you can't discipline at home, but yet you want to fight when they discipline your child. They're the ones who are going into their pockets and taking out money to give your child to get a snack because your child not have it. They're the ones who will spend the extra time with the children who want it and who need it, who they see potential in. To what? To no avail. How much more can we ask them to hold on, hold on, pa, Hold on to what? After over 40 years serving the country, the only thing my mother has to show is an OD, an order of distinction. Because the pension, the pension, We don't even want to talk about
10: that. Joking.
3: We don't even want to talk about that. So I am talking and I can speak because I am the daughter of an educator in Jamaica who had the opportunity to leave if she wanted to, but never did because she believed. And people might say, well, will you get out of it? You know what she will tell you she got out of it? The satisfaction of seeing so many of the students that passed through her hands, excelling, doing very well. It put a smile on her face the last election. Um, I think there are five or six young ladies in government right now at high levels, very high levels, and she's proud of them because she taught each and every one of them. That woman has written so many letters of recommendation. People have got hired because of her. I've seen it. We rely on teachers to be the backbones of our countries, but we don't hold them in high regard. We need to do better. And Jamaica, how, what are we asking them to hold on to, so them not to worry about having a retirement because the pension can't cut it. May I tell you, the pension can't do it. When my mother tells me what she gets for pension, I laugh. We laugh hysterically because she's like, "You, you, well, you, you can't cry. You can't do no better about laugh," and to know. That when she retired, she was she retired as a principal, a high school principal for one of the best schools in the country. So she worked for Good Name, literally, because it's her Good Name able to get people through doors, but she was able to secure jobs for people. We need to do better, Jamaica. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm done speaking.
10: Same, same, right now in the U.S. is the same thing I'm gonna go through right now, what? teacher shortage, right now.
3: When
10: in the U.S.? Yeah, teacher oh. shortage I'm gonna go through right now, Talk. you get know I me? Mean? So, coming uh, uh, come across the same thing everywhere, but over oh, here, so, it kind of, I'm for sale. You don't know, the dollar is just a dollar in every country, so, while, well, who born and grew over here, so my say, hey, look, i go work for that, you know what I mean? The ones that will come from like Jamaica and you know and other places in the Caribbean, come over here and become a teacher. It kind of they might not get where I know. I guess it kind of work out for them because again the dollar, the exchange rate and all them something. Else, so it better when they bring it back to the film country. You get me? So I just saw the things that they um, want.
3: We have to make decisions that are best for us, um, Afo. We have to. And it is a global situation. We rely on teachers <laughs> to prepare people for politics, don't we? we? We we teach the lawyers, the future lawyers. We teach the future. Well, not we, but they. Because I'm not a teacher. I don't, I could never do it. Because me me up in jail for Um, but they they teach future lawyers, future doctors, future engineers. Future, future IT specialists, future pilots, future teachers. We rely on teachers to teach everybody. So why treat them the way we do globally? Why do we do that? Nursing is the same thing. We complain about the level of service that the nurses, their customer service skills. Let me say that. We complain about the customer service skills of the nurses in Jamaica. But you know why they are the way they are? Because what you pay for, what you get. Marlon has a cousin who is a nurse back in Jamaica. And when she talks to me, She's like, auntie, what may, I, what may I work for? Because school fee, she just get the, her sons to go back to school. $30,000, and that's not all the books. We're not talking about uniform, we're not talking about shoes, we're not talking about school supplies. And the schools there are doing the same thing the schools here do you need to carry paper towel toilet paper spray this that like a whole barrage of things so nurses you can't blame the nurses when they get the opportunity to go on the programs to go abroad to do better you can't blame them because we are not making it easy for them there was a time when being a nurse or teacher was a well-respected profession no it's just a by the time situation until I can do better. Teachers have to have side hustles. Nurses have to have, have side hustles It's a side hustle. She have to take on to be able to survive. And you shouldn't have to force to be with a man or be with smart, man for able to make it, you should be able to stand on your own two feet and survive. You can't. It's truly a labor of love. Me love people, but me no love people. that much. Me nah do it. Not doing it. Sorry.
9: Moments. You know what? I completely agree with you. I'm a teacher by profession, even though I'm not teaching now, but we, we we deal with a lot. And, you know, we leave our profession and go abroad and do what we want to do for what's best for us and what serves us. So why when nurses and teachers is doing what's best for them and serve them, it's an issue. It should not be an issue. We all have that right to do what, what is best for us, and we should understand that. It shouldn't be rocket science for us to understand that. Thank you, Lisa.
3: Thank you. They don't get it. and a lot of these people are the children of teachers. <laughs> a lot of them are the children of teachers. So don't they forget the them parents go through. They forgot.
4: Everybody in this world have had teachers. Just about everybody in this world that is able to go to school have had teachers. And even if you haven't been able to go to school, your parents have taught you. So the skill is always needed. It's always, it, it happens every day. We are taught something every day. Even in my young age, I learn things every day.
3: Yeah pains my heart that you get your pain you can't even go to the supermarket can buy a car and if you buy the car I saw a tiktok video with a Jamaica um, of a teacher in Jamaica and she was talking about the whole situation that's going on she says I'm not going to leave because these children need me. My heart is here. I'm not going to leave them because if we all leave, what's going to happen to them? What's going to happen to the future of Jamaica? But thankfully, she has a side hustle and that is why she's able to remain. Right? She said she has a vehicle. She got a loan to purchase the vehicle and the payments are ridiculous. But anyway, she went to the um, credit union for teachers, right, in her parish because the vehicle needs repairs. She's hearing, you know, of course, the mechanic tells her what the bill is going to be. So she goes to the credit union to get a loan to fix the vehicle. She couldn't take out the loan. She couldn't. So the vehicle has to be parked. And she's going to have to save up the little that she can every month. To be able to fix the vehicle. The vehicle that is taking her to work. And sometimes help allowing her to be able to pick up children she sees along the way.
4: Can I ask how are teachers paid or where is the money coming from? The teachers are paid in Jamaica.
3: Taxpayers for those who work with the government sector, private in- institutions are a little different right they're competing, but not as much right because they get better pay um but the public sector those who the Ministry of education foots the bill, and that's through tax mhm mhm, Uh mhm-. Mm-hmm. Um hopefully one day countries around the world will see that it is important they do better. Do right by educators. Do right by them. And it's time for me to take a quick, quick, quick break when we return. It is believe it or not, news and entertainment news. Here's some more from Lauren Hill. Can't take my eyes off of you. Uh, uh, we got Thank you to all of our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, Janoradio.com, and of course, everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me. You're listening to Coffee in Tow, world news on the go every Monday through Friday. 9 a.m to 12 p.m eastern where i read the news and we share our views don't forget you can find me on twitter at me media moments M I media moments on instagram at moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on tiktok moments with me media and the me is mi in everything don't forget that if you want music while you work or play to get you through the day log on to qmzradio.com and the jano radio app is available in the apple and google play stores take us on the go j a h k n o coming up right after this it is believe it or not news stay tuned It's hashtag WCW Woman Crush Wednesday and today we are crushing on Lauren Hill through music. So it's her songs we're playing today. And now it's time for Believe It or Not Stories. Donald Trump files a motion requesting Judge Block the DOJ from further review of seized materials following Mar-a-Lago raid. Story courtesy of Baller Alert. So Donald Trump has filed a motion seeking the opportunity to independently review the classified documents that the FBI found at Mar-a-Lago. Trump temporarily does not want the Department of Justice to review the classified documents the former president reportedly kept at Mar-a-Lago. Earlier this month, the FBI searched Trump's Palm Beach, Florida home, where they reportedly found confidential documents. In response, Trump filed a motion requesting a federal judge appoint a special master to review the seized documents. In addition, the motion also requests the Department of Justice be blocked to further review the seized materials. The filing was processed through the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Florida, cnbc reports and a california school called the cops on a four-year-old for not wearing a mask And i'm just going to read the stories and then we'll have the discussion afterwards all right a a father in california is speaking out after a teacher called the police on his four-year-old son because he did not have a mask on since april of this year masks have no longer been required indoors in the state of california However, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention strongly suggests masks be worn indoor public settings, public transit, daycare centers, and K-12 schools. And some school districts seem to have decided to keep a mask mandate. One Mountain View, California father who was identified by his first name, Sean, is outraged and speaking out after his four-year-old had the cops called on him for not wearing a mask. I knew my son would have trouble with this, said Sean during an appearance on Fox and Friends First this past Monday. The school is in Santa Clara County. The incident involving his son took place last Thursday. Fox News reports there is video footage of school staff explaining to Sean that the school district's mask mandate has not changed and that he would be forced to leave if he insisted on not abiding by the policy. They're acting as medical enforcement without a medical licensure. I'm completely outraged because I'm a paramedic by trade. I'm livid about this, said Sean, who has now taken up up the guidance of his lawyer, Tracy Henderson. They both claim the district broke the law, Fox News reports. There are currently 3.38 million COVID-19 cases in Los Angeles. Alone. Wow, there are 438,000 in Santa Clara County. Cell phone video shows MDPD officers blocking a pregnant woman from entering an emergency room in Doral, Florida. This is courtesy of WSVN. A husband who was driving his pregnant wife to the hospital said two Miami Dade police officers refused to get out of the way. Cell phone video caught the confrontation between the officers and the couple. On Monday, the department said it was aware and is aware of the video. On July 28, Kevin Enciso was taking his pregnant wife, Sabrina Enciso, to the emergency room of Jackson Memorial Hospital's West Campus. I'm having a lot of pain, Sabrina said on video. She said she had been in an accident a day prior, and her doctor instructed her to go to the hospital. The couple were detoured when they tried to park before the confrontation. In the video, two deputies are seen blocking the entrance of the ER. They were said to have been talking to each other from their vehicles. After being honked at, one of the officers moved on, although the other officer turned the encounter into a traffic stop. I think I'm going to miscarry, Sabrina is heard saying on the video. Kevin, who was the driver, was ordered out of his car. He had refused to show his license and demanded the office's supervisor. I'm coming to the ER today because that's what my doctor stated I needed to do to make sure I don't lose the child, said Sabrina. His wife continued to film the entire confrontation. The family is familiar with the Jackson Memorial Hospital since Sabrina also works for the hospital. What is your title with Jackson Hospital? Asks the officer. She responded, I'm a financial analyst. I work in the business office. The police officer who identifies himself as Officer Daniels provided his own diagnosis. She's alert and she's breathing, said Daniels. Only steps away from the ER doors, Daniels called fire rescue. Sit on the curb over there, he instructed her. The family said their civil rights were violated and have since filed a complaint. The Ancisco family eventually got the medical attention they needed and were at the hospital for hours. Currently, the case is under investigation by Internal Affairs. 7 News has asked to speak to MDPD about their policy, so we're still waiting on that. And this is the, I'm going to play this clip, let me, let me find it back here. Bear with me. Let me find it back. And this is the one we, I would like for us to share our thoughts, or you can share your thoughts. I already know how I feel. Um, here we go.
5: stand idly by why while, while, while woke ideology ravages every institution in our society. We must fight the woke in our schools. We must fight the woke in our businesses. We must fight the woke in government agencies. We can never, ever surrender to woke ideology. And I'll tell you this, the state of Florida is where woke goes to die.
3: What does woke mean? (laughs) Um, Okay.
9: (laughs) Okay. So, in layman's terms, walk is people who are aware of um, the mistreatment of others, um, particularly based on race and um, ethnicity and sexual orientation and anything other than people being mistreated. Is that, does that sound right? Does that make any sense to, to you, Javette? Okay, good. She's saying yes. Sounds right now, to um, me. Right. So, this man... <laughs> is saying, if I'm, this is how I'm interpret, interpreting. I'm mm-hmm. interpreting him as saying, you have to listen to everything you say. You have to make your twelve year old give birth. You have to make sure that you don't show anywhere that you're anything other than basic, plain, and boring. And you don't oppose anything that the government says. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna stop there and put into a sort of up, period yeah yeah this man is an idiot and yes i said it out loud yes this is where woke comes to die Mm -hmm. woke is just some word people made up it's basically common sense and the treatment people in in
3: good in good behaviors and stuff what the heck i'm i'm done speaking (laughs) so for those who are wondering the voice you heard in the clip was that or is that because he's still alive is that of governor ron DeSantis, who is the governor of the state of florida he is one who is considered to be vying for the presidency of this country, 2024 elections. Yeah. Anybody else has the, an interpretation for the word woke?
8: It's the, it's the uh, for them, it's the absence of accountability you know, like this whole idea of being politically correct, being policed, right? They don't like, they don't like what's happened to us forever to happen to them. So this idea of having to be, be forced to be politically correct, to have to, you know, it's this idea of being conscious or conscientious is, uh, <laughs> is backwards for a, for a nation that hasn't had to deal with its own conscience. And so this, this whole thing about being woke is being, is a threat. So what's the, what's the, what's the, um, what is the, um, opposite of woke sleep, right? So this idea of us remaining sleep, remaining, uh, stagnant, remaining still remaining in in a subservient position, you know, being sheeple is their preference. They, they like sheeple. And so they want to be able to hurt us in any direction that they want politically, mentally, psychologically, and every other kind of every human way so that they can continue business as usual. But as long as we're exposing the wickedness of this country, they're, they're actually using, go back to sleep and let us maintain what we've always maintained, right? We need you to stay under a state of hypnosis so that you don't become, you don't become conscious, right? And that's what that is about, that, that whole woke science. That this this idea of you not being in control and not having the ability to self-determine yourself, right? Like follow us, let us lead you. You've never been capable. You've never been able to lead yourselves. So let us do it and, and go back to sleep. So that's my that's my rant on it.
9: May I read the from Merriam-Webster's um, definition? Yes, please. Okay, it says um, chiefly slang. Okay, U.S. slang aware of and actively attentive to important facts and issues especially issues of racial and social justice that's mm-hmm. the definition that part okay? that part that so part. this is this is absolutely ridiculous that this man <laughs> and he's not the only one just so so we're 100% clear we hear this all the time from from the um from the republicans and I shouldn't just pick on a party but from people who believe that we should not be able to seek justice. They believe that everything that people are talking about, woke people, and then even, I don't necessarily love the term either, but it doesn't mean that, um, we're not against what you do, we're in trying to make sure that people are getting what they really deserve instead of just being treated poorly. That's, this is ridiculous. I'm done.
8: I'm like you Sonnet, I believe that, I don't don't like the word either, but I also understand how when you live in a society where the people who are controlling you also control the language, we have to know how to utilize these words and know what the real meaning is, the real intention behind their use of the word that they use. Right? Like it's, it's almost like, um, it, it, the tone behind it is almost sarcastic, right? This idea of wokeness. And so we, we, we just have to look at it, uh, look at it exactly for what it is. And you just, I mean, (laughs) We just said a lot, you know, and and it, we need we need ice cream trucks to just roll around through communities and give <laughs> the definition of this thing and what the game that's being played is, you know. But I, I I just think we gotta we have to they use that word so that you won't use a more accurate state uh, accurate word for it, right? That's why I'm like you. I don't like the word. I don't like it because it's really kind of marginalizing what what they're really talking about. It's code. It's code language. Right. And so people those of us who need to hear it and understand it, we won't get it because it's code language. And they're not speaking to us. They're speaking to each other when they when they use words like that.
4: So a family member of mine works for a very um upscale company and she's part of the Black um, Employee Network group. And they had an entire series based on this word, woke. I personally don't have any issue with the word woke, right? Or however we need to express it to let our people, understand or become aware that you don't need to be quiet anymore. You can speak up for injustices. Um, I don't even have an issue with him using the term amongst his own party because he's using it in a sarcastic way which um, identifies their awareness of us not sleeping anymore. You can no longer sit back and say, You don't need to learn how to read because your mind is not going to be able to ascertain these letters. You can't run faster than the next person because, you know, your brain is small or whatever the other ridiculousness they used to use to describe certain people in this world. So if he wants to use woke, if they want to speak against woke, if they want to speak against... CRT, let them speak about it because they're only making themselves. Um, they're only pointing out to the world. their bad mindness. If I want to say that, I yield.
3: Mm-hmm. I need. Mean, I want to know what part of Italy his family's from. Cause he's of Italian descent. His, um, Father came here from Italy. <sighs> if they're from the south, you know that um, they're not considered white, right? Um, a lot of Italians think they're white, and they're actually not. Um, that's a whole nother story. Um, what I'm hearing here is. You don't have the right to have a voice. You don't have the right to push back. You don't have the right to think. You don't have the right to speak. You don't have the right to think. You do what we tell. You will be what we want you to be. That's what I'm hearing. I've always said he's from 2.0. And this further cemented that thought. If there was any doubt in my mind, well, guess what? All doubt is gone. He has certainly... Put the, not even a period, but an exclamation park, exclamation park, exclamation park, right there for me. I'm done with him. We are heading in the direction of a dictatorship. That's where we're headed. And if we are not careful, that's exactly, well, we're somewhat there to some degree, right? Because, was it on Monday? Monday. Um, we asked, or I asked the question, we, we talked about democracy and what is a true democracy and can you truly consider the U.S. a democratic country in tandem with the true definition of the word democracy? And we came up with the conclusion that the answer is no. It's not operating the way a democracy is meant to operate. Well, We're moving further and further away from the idea of democracy. So to my Cuban people in Miami who are afraid of (laughs) the Castro regime and what it speaks to and everything that has been handed down, socialism, dictatorship guess what welcome to Miami you're right back in the jaws of the very thing you're running from yeah the very thing that you're running from you've landed in how do people what is, how do these people sleep at night they have their ideologies DeSantis, and then you want to enforce them on everybody else And that is the problem we're having in the world. Everybody thinks they are right. And if, if you dare to think differently, act differently, speak differently, you're ostracized. You become the scum of the earth. How dare you? How dare you? Fall in line. This is what we say, and this is how it's going to go. We are going to push back on woke in the business place, in the schools, in government agencies?
4: (laughs) It's hilarious when you, like, really think about it, because... It's always been here. We've always knew that this always been here. (laughs) This is nothing new. Not to me. This is nothing new. It's just being spoken to the masses or let's say it's just being broadcast out loud now. They don't have to hide behind anything anymore. No, they
3: don't. But
4: this is nothing new.
3: Nothing new. Justin just popped up. Got to give you the update real quick before 12 o'clock. According to the Associated Press, and this just came through via WSVN, President Joe Biden has announced his long-awaited plan to deliver on his campaign promise to provide $10,000 in debt cancellation for millions of Americans and up to $10,000 more for those with the greatest financial need. Borrowers who earn less than $125,000 a year, or families earning less than $250,000, would be eligible eligible for the $10,000 loan forgiveness. Biden announced in a tweet. For recipients of Pell grants, which are reserved for undergraduates with the most significant financial aid, I'm sorry, need, the federal government would cancel up to an additional $10,000 in federal loan debt. Biden is also extending a pause on federal student loan payments for what he called the final time through the end of 2022. He was set to deliver remarks on Wednesday uh, afternoon at the White House to unveil his proposal to the public. If his plan survives legal challenges that are almost certain to come, it would offer a windfall of a swath of the nation in the run-up to this fall's midterm elections. More than 43 million people have federal student debt, with an average balance of $37,667, according to federal data. Nearly a third of borrowers owe less than $10,000, and about one half owe less than twenty. dollars The White House estimates that Biden's announcement would erase the federal student debt of about 20 million people. Proponents say cancellation will narrow the racial wealth gap. Black students are more likely to borrow federal student loans and at higher amounts than others. Four years after earning bachelor's degrees, black borrowers. Oh, an average of nearly $25,000 more than their white pairs, according to a Brookings Institution study. Still, the action is unlikely to thrill any of the factions that have been jostling for influence as Biden weighs how much to cancel and for whom. So that's just in, folks. That's just in. All right. Hang on for me, please. Don't go anywhere. Let me just go ahead and do my wrap up here because it is 1159 a.m. Thank you so much to all our listeners who logged on to QMZRadio.com and Janoradio.com. I appreciate you tuning in. You were tuned in to Coffee and Toe, world news on the go with moments with me. And of course, we always have our clubhouse audience. And that's where the conversation happens. See you tomorrow morning at 9 AM Eastern. Tomorrow we go live on futurefm.net in addition to QMZRadio.com and uh to also. We are going to be live on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Mount Vernon, and Westchester. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask one thing, that you please be safe. See you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. This is Moments with me, signing out of QMZ Radio and Jano Radio.